Hey everybody, it's Bill, and this is The Critical Review. You're going to be listening to part two of our two-part multi-subject podcast. In this episode, we're going to be covering the third season of 13 Reasons Why. I'm joined by Mike, Matt, and Anna, and we do an in-depth discussion on the third season. So go ahead and stay tuned for the discussion. This is going to be our last subject. Yeah, we wanted to touch on something that just came out recently, right? Yeah, so. this is going to be a Netflix original, which is on its third season. Um, it's going to be 13 Reasons Why. Uh, I've watched, I've binged Best every season. one of them. Best season. Well, you so know far. what? I'm gonna, I'm actually going to sit on this one because uh, Anna watched all the third season, right? Yes. So I'll let I'll let I'll let you guys talk on this one, and I, I'm gonna finish up here. You, so you haven't seen. seen it. <laughs> I haven't watched it. No, because you I'm did. not. You know what? You guys are gonna hate me. I don't like it. Wow. I don't like Thirteen wow. Reasons Why. I think it's trash. GTFO. Anybody that watches it, it's trash. Oh no, I'm just kidding. I'm just starting crap with everybody. No, I just I wasn't very interested in it. I tried. Well, there there's is there's gonna be a few things I want to bring up, Matt, that you might actually be able to like bounce back off, that you didn't have to necessarily watch it all for. So one of one of the things is gonna be okay. Well, let let's just I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Um, are we there's doing gonna spoiler be, talk? Yeah, we we are gonna do spoiler talk. So if everybody not, binged it, let's let's not. Lie I mean, here. it's still Come like on. pretty new. Yeah, I don't think everybody's binged. I'm it. pretty sure a lot. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. A yeah, lot yeah, okay. yeah. For so, what I read online, put it this way: if, this is literally I saved this for the end of the podcast for reasons. So if you haven't watched every single episode. Then go ahead and stop the podcast now. Watch it and then check yeah. out the podcast. What we're talking about after you've watched it. That's simple. So we gave you a warning. So if it spoils you for you, uh, if it spoils it for you, then it's your fault at this point. <laughs> so uh, starting off, I'm not even starting with spoilers, but 13 reasons. Pretty much, we're starting out that uh, Bryce Walker gets killed. I mean, let's be honest. Like yeah. that's pretty. You, I knew that bef- that was going to happen before it happened. Like I knew that watching the previews. Yeah, that, that was somebody died. It was probably Bryce. It right. was Bryce Walker. So Bryce Walker gets killed. It kind of turns this into a whodunit. It's a murder mystery. It, it, this basically season. is. Yeah, yes. it's the whole. Season. How smart of them to have done it in the fashion. Like it's shot in regular Thirteen Reasons Why fashion, where it's piecing it together mm-hmm. one By person, person at a time. Yeah. But it's and they do done it. They do a good job of making everybody suspect. Too even Clay mm-hmm. was I above it. I literally thought it was Clay for an episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna. The uh, only thing I did not like about this season is because they did not feel like a high school students to me anymore. They felt like actual like adults, mm-hmm. like with uh, with real adult problems. They did not feel like kids whatsoever. I mean, and not not to mention, I mean, the first season started with you know this girl getting raped, and the other one gets you know kill, kills herself. So that wasn't like a childish thing whatsoever as well. But um, at least that first uh, first season could have happened in real life. Like yeah. how the no. children handled it, like right, how the kids handled right. it. They were just stuff. like the way they were thinking, the stuff they were doing. It's like, come on, you like you technically supposed to be what about 16, 17 years old? They, like, really? yeah. Uh, season three, they'd be eighteen because that's their, this is their senior year. Uh-huh. So they'd be seventeen, eighteen for yeah. This. But I think that they said you're going to be a senior next year. So I think they're juniors. Really? Mm-hmm. I think they're juniors. I think okay. they were freshmen because yeah. Because Clay was riding a bicycle. Yeah, that's right. In the right. following season, Clay got his license. Yes, mm-hmm. he got so, hit car. I mean, really, it's kind of smart how they're doing it because they're doing four seasons, which is year four years in high school. See, my high, my that's what's confusing me because my high school is only three years. 
Well, I think I think, was too. Was really? yes. I think like contemporary. Well, you guys are normal. Like, <laughs> my high school was four years. Well, that I know of, I think that at least some high schools. If not, I would like, say the majority, majority of high schools, high schools in America are four years. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, that's I got really patriotic there in America. <laughs> we go to school for four years. Damn it. So. Um, but you're right. Like everybody looks more mature too. So, but I mean, that's, that's what happens. And I will say like Bryce Walker. Well, wait, the original like, story, right? Like the book that's based off, like, wasn't done after like Hannah's arc, like Hannah's story arc. I'll be honest. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, there's only one book, right? I so I mean, the rest of this there's just one like, book, you know. but there was also actually a movie that came out before the series. There was like a thirteen something or number thirteen movie. I can't even remember who was in it. Um, was that guy from um, from Gossip Girl? I can't even remember. He was like oh. he was playing Nate Archibald. I don't know the actor's name, but he okay. was in it. And that movie was actually based off of the book itself. So that was like a more direct yeah. Telling so this this uh, the show was actually a reboot to that. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't see, know I watched the before. first season, and I was just joking when I said it was trash, but I just, like, I wasn't, I just couldn't get really into get it. into it. I tried, I really did try. It's definitely I not for everybody. Yeah. This is, like, a required flavor, and yeah. I understand, like, I, I respect that people don't like it, because there are aspects where people might not receive it well, like, you know, a girl kills herself because some guy takes a note out of a tree, you know, like, there are parts that you're going to be like, well, that doesn't seem like a good reason, and then you're kind of like, I think that they purposely do that, though, because she's giving you the 13 reasons why, and they seem insignificant until you get the point where she was sexually assaulted. And then yeah, you're I like, think, whoa, okay. I uh, think they all kinda. snowball. Like, when you see it as a whole instead of just one isolated incident, when you see it all coming together as one, you're like, like you wow, see yeah, how, I kind of like, get it. A 16-year-old girl that does not have that much life experience, why small things like that would seem like that, a big deal because up. they just mm-hmm. haven't experienced life yet. So, yeah. I mean... Well, not, and, and not to aspect. mention, they do ask for help of how to handle, you know, adult things like that. And what, you know, what Hannah gets, she gets turned away by her uh, high school uh, guidance, guidance counselor. counselor. So, and a principal that didn't give a damn right. about any of the kids. So, I think that what this whole series is is like kind of a—I uh, don't want to say over the top, but it's an extreme dramatization of. Problems like I don't think all these problems would happen in one school, but they they do it in one school. Yeah. And I mean, so not to go on too much of a tangent before we get into season three. But one thing that I don't think anybody can like take away from this show is 13 Reasons Why is they are not afraid to c- tackle the most controversial. Oh, no, they issues. pull no punches whatsoever. No punches. Like, and I'll be honest, that's pretty brave for a series especially, to go out on yeah, Especially now, I mean, because, you know, you even see just on just uh, network television shows, you know, everything's kind of like, they'll talk about a subject, but they kind of tiptoe around especially it, you know. Especially school shootings, that's like taboo to talk about mm-hmm. yes, anywhere. Yeah, and they I mean, dove right into it. But that. we have to, like, come to the reality that things exist and things are can be uncomfortable to talk about, but you still have to. It has to be addressed. Yeah, right. it has. To you be can't addressed. just act like it's not happen. there. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other thing is too is you know it's they're telling a story, and whether you like it or not, whenever you read these horrible stories in the news, they're, they're stories. Mm-hmm. They're just real life stories. And the thing with this is, and and I don't want to like you know pat them on the back too hard or anything, but this kind of raises awareness in a lot of things. Like in the beginning, there's disclaimers that like, hey. 
this show depicts images of sexual assault and stuff like that. It can be very difficult for people to watch. And if you're not comfortable with that, then don't watch well, it. Well, there was a lot of backlash with the first season. They said they concerned mothers. Yeah, they glorified suicide, which I didn't take away from that at all. And I didn't even like the show. Like, that should have been like ammunition well, I see for me. their like, point of view because she didn't get justice until she killed herself. Right. And then the tapes went out and it was like, had she not done that, would she have got the justice she got? The answer probably is no when you really think about it. I know, it. but, like, the the other thing is, too, like, my, my rebuttal to that is if you're going to compare, you know, apples to oranges, you know, in movies when the hero stays behind, like, you know, Bruce Willis and Armageddon stays behind with the bomb, like, isn't that glorifying suicide as well? I think it's about. I mean, I mean it's, it's just put. You know, it's it's just putting a different different, different uh, coat of paint on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's all in perception, and at the end of the day, like, not to get too political or anything with it, but I mean, what we do talk about is pop culture, cinema, and movies and stuff like that. So, I mean, this is the reality of it: is if you don't like a subject, then don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Like nobody's forcing you to pick up the remote and watch that. Like. If it's upsetting or if you're uncomfortable watching it, then don't watch it. Now, something can have very graphic material and still be grounded in it could be a good series. Like, yeah, you absolutely. can still have reality that's uncomfortable to watch and it still be a good series because my takeaway in up to this point in the season is you see these things happen to these people, but they're able to come back from it. And they're able to. It's more about survive. the resilience, yeah. Exactly, the perseverance mm-hmm. of the characters and how they're showing. Like nobody's taking away the right things. I think so. Like, oh my gosh, that person was sexually assaulted. But what I'm taking away from it is that person was sexually assaulted, and life went on, and they were able to come back from it, and they were able to live their life afterwards. So there is. There is a diamond rough. There is a positive message if you look hard enough for it. I think it. it's very introspective of you to say. So that's what I try to take away from something like that. So that's kind of what season three was really about. about. Was them uh, on their road to recovery from everything that happened in the previous seasons? Yeah, especially Jessica. What? Yeah, and honestly, at one point, I feel like at one point, I actually did feel bad for Bryce. Bryce, yeah. And that's another thing that it addresses is, is rehabilitation possible? And do people actually want to change? And do they deserve the opportunity to change? I will give it to, I will give him that. He was legitimately trying to turn it around. And and even in one part, he says he's messed up. So it's almost like there's probably some sort of mental health and Mm -hmm. and trauma from his childhood. Especially when I can't remember what was her name? The, uh, the main character girl and this and the third Uh, Anna? Anna. Hannah. No, no uh, Annie, Anna, Annie, Amy, <laughs> Ami or something like that. I can't. Oh, there, I know you're yes. talking about. Okay. So, um, you know how how he was uh, how, how he was talking with his counselor, and he was describing the sex scene with her, and he kept saying that you know the part of me compulsion. just wanted to get on top and start choking her, and then he started crying, saying that yes, you know, like I'm, I'm yeah, probably yeah. Uh-huh. I messed up. And there is no turning point for me. And, and a lot of times, not to not to take pity on, and that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to point out facts that a lot of times with stuff like that, there is a mental health health issue, and it is a compulsion. And um, just from, I'll just say this from like um, things that I've seen in red and stuff like that. Um, ordinarily, I'm not saying that nobody tries to be rehabilitated, but in this show, seeing like the steps that he was taking, I think that he was 
taking steps to try to maybe not so much as redeem himself, but show the world like I am trying to change. Like I, well, am, I think they did a good job of not but then, condoning what he did, but making you feel why he's, he's still a person. He is, yeah, yeah, but he's still there's still a person, you know, alongside right. that monster mm-hmm. as well, with, without ever condoning anything he I did. Could see in the that. Past. Yeah, it's not like I don't agree with it, but I understand. I'm getting a better understanding of why this guy is the way, the way he, he is. He is. Yeah. You know. Well, since I'm kind of sitting back on this one, uh, I'll ask you guys, all three of you, a question. Um, who was who was a character that kind of came up on top for you, or was a favorite of this season? Oh man, like like question. yeah, that is a good it's, question because guess, yeah, because I always hear everybody watching what, a show they really depends, hate somebody and really like somebody well, every no, season. It, it but I like. think that it's complicated because it depends on what kind of context. Well, I'm not gonna pick just one. Like, I'm actually gonna pick Clay and Justin. Their relationship in this season was just more like they, brothers. Yeah, they were brothers now, and I really like that. So they they were my favorite aspect of the season. Okay, I'm I'm gonna be weird, man. I'm gonna honestly say Bryce Walker. Just I mean, was it just interesting? Diving, you? It was it was diving into his psyche because, like, in the first two seasons, he was just a horrible. For somebody you hated so bad. See, maybe now I should watch this show. I'm getting all intrigued now. So I was talking so all this crap to, uh, to actually kind of feel for him a little bit it wasn't even that it was just like i mean i'm not saying that i didn't like like whenever he was having that scene with his mom and stuff you saw a human being you didn't Mm -hmm. see like the monster as much anymore and and you're realizing like that was somebody's son that was somebody's daughter and he's done these horrific things but you're kind of seeing the road as to how he got to that point and like one of the things that has been kind of proven that like like young men uh, uh, most of the time have somebody to aspire to be, which is their father. And his oh, father he was, was horrible. Asshole. He was horrible. Now, he horrible had no role so models in his life. That was part of the problem. Right at Rice's funeral on that, he just looked like he was at a wedding like his mom yeah. said. Oh, he's like, he shaking hands. He's, he's Dude, like, don't you cry. Don't you cry. Like, just like a politician. Like, what <laughs> That's what I was trying to say, a politician. Man? How about I, you, Anna? I have to say, for me, it's probably Alex, um, Alex Dendahl. Because, like, he is, you know, in the first two seasons, he comes up as a, such a sweet guy. And then in this season, in this third season, they're actually showing this bad guy side of him. Like, you know, of him, like, a dark side. doing steroids and, yeah, you know, just being, like, his absolutely dark is kind of coming out. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and him actually pushing Bryce over the, the, uh, the pier, it was... It was surprising. He was. Right, I might have to give this show a second shot. I, I take back everything I said. Seriously, I'm kind of interested now. We were it talking is. about this earlier. It has layers. It's, there's a lot of layers to it. But Alex didn't was it like, make sense. At it the did, end? it did. But when we were talking about this earlier, he was the only person that was sort of above suspicion mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. So it was like right there in front of you, and we didn't see it because of his goody goody character. Right. Yeah. But then there is actually never could be Alex. To him. But yeah, that was. I would have never. If I had to guess any of them, I would have never guessed Alex. Because, because like I remember in like the first two seasons, like I remember whenever Clay pointed the gun at Bryce, and I'm just like, pull the trigger, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, like, hundred percent. I was like, I was like, I was like, front sight, front sight, trigger squeeze, trigger squeeze. Like, I was like, do it, man. Now I'm like, whenever they pulled his body out of the water, I, I like you legitimately felt, felt bad. Yeah. I was like, that's. Like, you I, know, I guess I don't. And, and I think on him. I think that I think another thing that that really highlights now that I'm kind of thinking of it is just like, like, boy, this is going to sound like really hippie-ish and like weird, but like, like the humanity of it, like it kind of highlights humanity. Like you can have somebody 
that is just an awful person and did awful things, but you can still see like the human side of it and still feel bad. You know what? I think that's a very, that's, that's kind of what makes us people in a society. I hope is that, you know, you always try to see the good in somebody, you know, as bad as things get, I mean, obviously there's serial killers and stuff like that, that you obviously have to write off and everything, but you know, especially like when, when you see somebody young and in trouble, you know, you're always trying to, trying to see like, man, maybe there's stuff going on at home with this. And they are still kids. It all, it also depends on what type of trouble they're in. You know, if you're raping someone left and right. Right. I mean, you have to write somebody off of, you know, there's only so much you can give to somebody. Yeah, but especially like I said, whenever they don't get a just punishment for the crimes. Like he should have right. been in jail for like 30 or more years right. for what he did. And he got off with probation. Well, I guess, I guess which, a better way to say it is, you know, there's always something happening behind closed doors which, know, that, I mean, that happens with somebody that, you know, from a law enforcement aspect, like that is absolutely like that would never happen in real life. Like even no matter how rich you are, like you sexually assault somebody, you are not getting off with like, right a couple years of probation. Like yeah. that just doesn't happen. But I feel like for Bryce, it was the perfect punishment because it kind of locked him up, um, lock, locked his mind up in his own little world. Like he was you know, a prisoner like he, of his, right. Of himself. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. thought of it that and he way. He was, he was that, getting ridiculed, ridiculed. He couldn't go anywhere. Right. He was getting threatened. Uh, and everybody and he looked thinking at him. about it, you know. Yeah, the, it was eating him alive. You have to figure he goes from being the king of the school to uh, literally no just nobody, no friends, no contact, no more parties. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where like the drug abuse comes in. Mm-hmm. That's whenever he became started seeing like a prostitute and right. like. See, but know, now now going back to what Anna said, did that kind of take you out of the high school? aspect not, of it not really because I mean, with I mean, prostitutes and everything i kind of feel like it's a really yeah, mature but, but thing we have to look at it from this aspect too where it's like we kind of grew up in like a middle class family like these people are extremely wealthy yeah that's so true. i don't know i, I don't be... know what a large stack of money looks like i've never <laughs> See, bryce, never had it bryce was being bryce had to go to a private school mm. so he couldn't go to their high school so that's why i kind of felt like it was an outside of school aspect gotcha, okay. bryce wasn't even in their school anymore he couldn't no. even be there Within him being like stuck, like you said, he's no longer going to that school. And then towards the end of the season, he tries to re-enroll, which just made Jessica go off, you know. Hmm. I mean, obviously, like she's a victim of, of crimes with him, you know, of, of you know, uh, sexual assault. So that like ruffled her feathers. And there was just like a lot of controversy. Obviously, that never actually comes to fruition because of what happens to Bryce. But um I think that him not being in that school, not being around the guys that he was friends with and stuff and the isolation mm-hmm. of the probation and everything is like what you said. He got locked in his own head. And I mean, at the end of the day, that might be where, you know, that aspect of rehabilitation started, too. You know what else I liked about him is when he turned on Monty, when he found out that Mon- what Monty did to uh, Tyler, Tyler. He, he came after him, and I kind of gave him points for that. Which is crazy, it's, too. It's really messed up what he did, though. Oh, yeah. It, it was, I mean, I, f- I felt bad for Teller not to justify him what he was trying to do at the end of the second season, but you would understand. It's like he is you a don't young agree boy, with it, but you right. understand right. it. Right, yeah. right. You know, you understand what pushes a person to that point, which, again, kind of calls back to the awareness part where I'm. this show is not for young kids, but, I mean, I let's agree. be honest. There are going to be kids in high school that watch this. I mean, it's Netflix, you know, yeah. there's, and I mean, whenever I was, 
a young adult. Like, I mean, you're 16. You're, but, you're but like you a- said, there's disclaimers and stuff like that. And like, I'm sorry, I was watching more R-rated stuff. You know, after I was like 13, 13 stuff like years that. old, and that's what I'm saying. And and you know, that's a parenting thing too. You know, if you don't think your kids can handle it, then maybe then you should don't be locking them out on Netflix. Whatever you have to do, you have all those tools. It's a weird battle because at the same time, they touch on subject matter that I think should be should be should yeah be exactly yeah. should be addressed. Should be talked about. That's why I said you can't sweep everything under the rug i mean it's it's it's, it's there you're coming from like an awareness aspect too where you see this kid who's kind of weird kind of nerdy and he is just messed with and messed with and messed with and then like he's a victim i mean essentially that's sexual assault oh, you know, it is like sexual exactly assault. what yeah, they did different. it's just a different form of it not in the contemporary fashion and he's just pushed pushed to the edge and kids may look at that and 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 it may make them think twice about their actions or something like that or you know if they see something maybe say something you know what i mean so i think a lot of people see this kind of content and just straight go to the negative like the negative aspect you know what the other thing too that i'd like to tell a lot of those people is the horror stories that we read that happen to people in real life is a million times worse than anything i've seen in that movie so, you know, you need to fix people in real life <laughs> before you're going to fix a freaking TV show. And there's and people who want to pretend like this stuff doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. Kids don't get yeah, raped. Don't read, no. don't read the articles. Don't talk about it. And it's not there. But that's not, that's not yeah, reality. That's not the case at all. And, I mean, it's I It's a big that, world. We don't hear it happens in every part of the world all the time. You no. Know, when it comes to news I and mean, stuff that. Like that show, show, especially season uh, one, is that the... They just don't go to adults. I mean, that's – I thought that was a realistic aspect of that too. Like I remember – Until it's too my, late, right? In my high school, like we didn't talk to anybody. Oh, we saw yeah. horrible shit all the time and right. kept walking. Right. Like, like, and I think that was an issue they addressed. There was the definitely things that, that I know that I knew and you knew and like that happened we in kept high school. We didn't say yeah. anything about it. I mean, it. that's a realistic and scary part of growing up, mm-hmm. you know? I know. Uh, and But it's reality. And I think, I think the show – showed that like if you talk to somebody it it's gonna help and yeah. it helps in the show yeah i think that's a great point that's a very good point that's that's a great point that if if you make your voice known like you know i'm not blaming you know hannah in the show necessarily but like things may have played out differently if somebody else had said something you know what i mean if somebody else had spoken up maybe it wouldn't have got to that point and like i said there's a lot of negative stuff that goes on in the show, but you have to look at it in a different light or you're just going to be offended by like it. Like even the guidance counselor, like in season two, you know, he openly admitted, I dropped the ball. Right. I could have done more. And he wasn't, even, they were pressuring him not to do that. And he felt so bad he did it anyway. And yeah. he uh, made this speech about everybody like really trying to listen to these kids. And I mean, that's a reality of it too. Is like, I, I mean, I'm, I'll be the first one to say like, I know for a fact that where we went to school, that teachers saw stuff happening with kids being bullied and messed with and, and stuff that shouldn't be happening in the school. And they did nothing about it. Yeah. No, there's nothing, did nothing about it. Common occurrence. So I think that highlighted that too. What did you think about um, Monty actually like them throwing this case on Monty stating that he basically killed. We talked about that too. Dead man tells no, no stories. Basically. I was okay with it because he was not a, a, even though they tried to give him a little bit of backstory, like his father, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I see why you're a monster, but I still hate your guts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
I was okay with the, him taking the fall for Alex. And, and with, within that, he was like, yeah, what happened to him? That's no big deal. That happens to hundreds of guys. Like, it kind of makes you look like, well, Doesn't what happened Doesn't give him to the you? right to do right. what he did in any way. No, not at all. But but you're looking at it at, at an aspect of, like, well, why would you think that that is normal? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at it like, well, maybe something happened with you, too. And, and um, I mean – you know what he did was just they, like unredeemable. They and, like, actually the whole... made him more hateable than Bryce. I think, yeah, I think so too. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And like that was part of like the whole Bryce's attempt at redemption mm-hmm. was like him saying like, "Hey, man, like you need to back up." And then you know he he was trying to take care of that problem, and like that's where the reform comes in. And that went a long way with Tyler too, mm-hmm. with him and uh. Yeah, and it, it also from a rehabilitation standpoint is. Is Bryce, you know, is he able to be rehabilitated? Well, what about Tyler? You know what I yeah. Mean? I mean, he uh, – and I, I believed he was really turning it around too. As much as they didn't trust him, mm. he was uh, he was recovering. He That's was what I good. mean. Like there was light at the end of the tunnel. He They were able to pull him back from the abyss. So, I mean – What did you think about uh, – do you guys, by the way, think that Alex's dad – figured the whole thing oh out. he knows he knew yeah he, he knew okay he was burning the clothes at the end of the episode that oh, alex yeah, was wearing right. yeah How did I yeah he knew. That's so true. so there's a lot of like there's a lot of controversy there too because you figure alex killed bryce dad knows about it dad's a sheriff um dad covered it up mm-hmm. now we have uh the guy who was with monty he knows the truth right so there's two wild cards in the mix and uh, a couple of you were like, well, how's there going to be a season four? Like, how is there not going to be a season <laughs> yeah, four? <true>. One person, <laughs> two you know? people know the truth, and one's the murderer's father. Something's going to come and out. And I think the guy who was with Monty, I think he was actually, like, really in love with him. So I don't oh, think yeah. he's going to let it go. I mean, how do you get, like, absolutely pummeled by somebody? And well, he also, just, okay. oh, he also decked like, him in the face. punches you in a mush, you know, mm-hmm. after the first time you meet them. Yeah, like, beat him, like, severely. Yeah. Yeah, I and, don't think, uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to be cool. <laughs> he's not going to keep that to himself. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ended on good terms. No, because he even <laughs> went up. He was like, he was a human being too. And she's like, well, and I mean, if you look at it from an aspect, it's like he's so up in the air because what they did really did not like affect Mon- what happened to Monty. Monty was going to die in jail one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this kid doesn't have a dog in a fight with Bryce Walker. He doesn't care that his murder was covered up. He doesn't care about these characters that are covering up his murder. Right. Like, he has no vested interest in them. So, he might have, and he had feelings for Monty. So, if anything, his loyalty lies to a dead man. So, I think he's going to probably have some stuff to say. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. And he can is, burn a lot of them. And there are so, <laughs> so many I don't think secrets. Alex was ever actually questioned. Was he? No, he I was never. never he, was, he was just by the uh, counselor, the school counselor. But not, not. Uh, that was just by Clay. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. Not an authority figure, though. Where he, they can say he was lying on, uh, lying to a, a police officer. Mm. No, and that's what's so crazy. <laughs> so, like, the person that was least expected was literally the one who did it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, there was just so many. So, you know, there's a couple characters, though. But really, even Zach wasn't really questioned. No, Zach You know, Zach he just came in at, at the end and just like, said, I you killed know, him. yeah, that was it. But which, he wasn't questioned. Which I didn't think it would have been him. And it was kind of brilliant because, like, his leg was broken. Well, as like, soon as he said he was going to confess, I knew it wasn't him because it was way too early in the season still. Like, yeah, that was he... one thing that was predictable, which was like, yeah, it's, 
And so I the never, second episode, you're mm-hmm. saying the ending, like, no, that's I never, it was, I think, Clay, I want to say it was, like, 10, episode 10 or something like that. So you had three episodes left, so, or maybe 12, but, or 11, but there were still two episodes. 13, there's always 13. <laughs> there's always 13, but I'm saying it was, like, 11 out yeah. of 13, so it you had, like, two left. Sort of at the end. But not I thought it might have been end. Clay at one point. I mean, they did an excellent job of the entire time, like, I even made a Facebook post. I'm like, I suspect everyone. I remember, <laughs> that's why I said I was, we, should probably, we should probably talk about I was waiting for, like, you. Murder on the Orient Express, where everyone Everybody steps forward like we all we all did it. Yeah, I actually thought for a second like maybe it was a bunch of people. Yeah. Like because the <laughs> thing it was too. Because the yeah the thing was is everybody had a reason. Yeah. Clay had Hannah. Mm-hmm. Jessica had obviously the incident with him. Yeah. I mean the only one that re- Alex like why but Alex? See, I never think that I never thought that Jessica would. She was hurt by him obviously, but I I think she was more. She was more about to have him be alive, but also show him like, "Hey, I'm doing much better right now." Yeah, she wanted him. You did him not to break me. Uh-huh. Here I am. So I think that's I. I, I never suspected her. Which is funny because she was actually part of the murder herself. Yeah, but you know what it was was it, they they pretty much dispelled her and and gave her an alibi and cleared her because that's the first person you suspect like Jessica killed him. Yeah, and then they're like, "Nope, wasn't her." And then the whole mo- you know the whole series, you're like, kind of dispel. Well, I think her, her and Clay end. were like the first two people they brought in for questioning, weren't they? Yeah, well, Clay just had an overwhelming amount of evidence against him. Yeah, so, he I did. mean, <laughs> Clay was not in it. He was not in. He would have been my first suspect. That's for sure. So, um. I wanted to ask you, and I, I know you're going to take mine. One of you two are going to take mine, but I'm going to do it anyway. What was your What was your favorite part of season three? Oh man, I don't even know if I can pick one. If one of you have it before the other one, then all right, I'm going to just say mine so you don't steal it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to get mine out there. Um, I think that whenever Jessica's uh, like you know president of student body and whatever, and they're in the um, the auditorium and she says i'm a uh, i'm a survivor and then all these people start standing mm-hmm. up i think that that was like pretty cool and, yeah that was that was intense you know i think i thought that that was pretty cool and then like finally like the truth comes and that's whenever the truth about mm-hmm. monty came out right then and there too and then there was girls that weren't even like in that you know Click in that people yeah that club you know and they stood up and they said everyone something, was so. very shocked about tyler too Oh, not Tyler. I'm sorry. Justin. Justin. Yeah, no Justin. No one expected that. Nope. And that was just another curveball mm-hmm. that the series threw you. I mean, I mean, these, in the reality of things, if these kids actually existed, they would have just the darkest past <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imaginable by the age of 18. But the storyline has, it's not like convoluted or, or complex or anything, but there has just been a lot of stuff happening in three seasons. And that was just another curveball that just came out of nowhere where you're like, whoa, I didn't expect that at all. It was it was kind of a I'm not saying like a nice surprise because it's not, but it was kind of like took you off guard, which oh. is what this series does. It just catches you off guard over and over again and keeps you guessing. I'm going to go with Bryce's reveal. First, uh, I'm going to have to start by saying I never watched a single preview for mm. season three. So I went into this not knowing that like that was the big uh, that was the big arc. So the they big said arc. they came in and said Bryce is dead, and I'm thinking Bryce ain't dead. Come on, they're not killing off a character that fast. And then they pull him up out of the river, and he's all like he's been down there for days. And I was oh, like, man, oh shit, Bryce is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first shocking point of the show for me. So I'm gonna pick that one. What about you, Anna? Is there a specific scene? 
I have to say um, the fight scene on a football field. How, yeah, how all the girls it. came out, you know, um, to just, Destroy. you know, stand, yeah, stand their meeting against the jocks. And here they are just, you know, this guy comes up and starts grabbing Jessica. And what happens? Everyone just starts fighting. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> and that ended on like a good mystery because that was actually like what? moments before Bryce's mm -hmm, death mm -hmm. and a few of them disappear at the end of that and you're like oh shit right where did they go like Justin disappears exactly Jessica disappears yeah <laughs> now I have a quick question for you guys and Bill and I discussed this one-on-one -on -one, uh before and I was wondering if this is going to be kind of a problem with multiple Netflix shows we might have to talk about this another time but do you think 13 reasons why is going to have any replayability for you because it seems like a lot of these shows netflix has is you know it's like that murder mystery like once you know what happens at the end you know are you yes. ever going to be able to I go back it, and rewatch i've already series i've already rewatched yeah. season so, one okay, so it was like that much quality this, that, this, see i might have to give it a second chance there is so Maybe much you're gonna like the first time you you're watch it matt you're gonna miss a okay. lot so it's almost like kind of i don't want to say necessary but kind of necessary, necessary like, yeah. like you gotta watch it again because there's just so many like little facts and then actually whenever you let's say know the ending you notice things mm -hmm. and you pick up on things throughout the story plus there are some scenes that are just so emotional in that show like the the guidance counselor's speech mm -hmm. when he's on the stand just crying bawling his eyes out there's scenes like that you can rewatch over and the, over. The again. acting in this show is excellent. Oh too. yeah, I mean, considering they're all like young, young uh, yeah. actors and I actors I've never seen in anything think, else that I, I know. I think of. they may have like a pretty good future. Oh in yeah, their career. I don't see yeah, why not. Ha uh, the the girl who played Hannah is actually Australian. Australian, yeah. I know. I didn't and know that. She uh, she was in like maybe like one small indie film and like did a lot of play work and stuff like that. And she sent her audition tape in. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier too. Hannah is not in this. One time, season three. Did you notice? You know that? what? And I think that's a good she, thing. Wasn't she like at one of the uh, one of the episodes? She was, she was just one time. time. And it was it. one time. Mm -hmm. It was it was literally. It was like a flash. A flash. I think that's cool assaulted. because yeah. mm -hmm. I watched the first season and then I went into the second one. I watched like two or three episodes while you were watching it. And I remember I was like, man, it's like been so much with her. I think it's kind of cool that they cut that cord yeah, and moved on it, with these these characters. That's what it makes it feel stories. like like we've moved on past the Hannah thing, mm -hmm. and now here we are. So yeah, why even I will, have her in it? I will say one thing: sitting here tonight with the three of you and me not having watched all the show, I am really surprised at how all of you picked out so many specific little scenes and everybody knew exactly what they were talking oh, about. Yeah. Like the three of us will, will talk about a video game that we played for 20 years. And we're like, what's the main character's name? And then we forget. <laughs> so I'm obviously seeing that this show actually did have a, a big impact. Oh, it's guys. memorable. There's I feel like I'm meeting my words that maybe I should try to get into it a little bit more. I think I would definitely give it a watch. And it, I'll and try to least, give it a second shot. At least get in. Okay. And, and it's all in perception, Matt, because if you're looking at season two and Hannah's there, there's like two, two aspects to that. Like, is that, you know, is that just his, you know, perception of Hannah mm. and he's like literally having a mental breakdown. Mm. And cause I mean, the one thing I'll say this, it's like not a new series, but it's a completely different tone. And that's yeah. what keeps it fresh is the first two seasons were extraordinarily emotional with clay. Yeah. And the main character, like the main character is not clay in this. I mean, mm. it's really not mm. clay is not the main character in season three. It's really just everybody. Everybody is a main character. Yeah. So, basically. So the first two seasons—that's pretty impressive to do to have that many stories going at once and 
you know, making it, you know, and it's you make sense. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. You're right. Clay was not the center of attention in this this season. No, I mean he was a character and he was one that they touched on, but he wasn't the primary focus like he was in the other. I would ones. say Bryce was more of a main character. Than Bryce Clay was the one. main character, yeah. I think, honestly. Uh, I mean, if you had to pick one, so I think he had probably the most screen time. But if for you to be able to do that, and I mean. I love Clay Jensen's character. Like yeah, Clay he, Jensen he's is the like moral a great, code guy. Like he's, he's the a, inflinchable one. He's a great character. And for you to be able to bounce and, and kind of steer away from that and still make it like interesting to the point where I'm not like, oh, where, where's, where's Clay? Where's Clay? Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, like there's there's reasons to watch the other there's, people as well. This, this series does so many things right that the few things that it does wrong, you can you can forgive easily. And so. I like how there's there's always two sides to somebody's story. And I like how season one and season two played out that like you got Hannah's side of the story, and then season two is everybody on the tapes side of the story. Gotcha. There's always more to something than than one point of view. Yeah. So that was really cool. And that's where like this web, it's just like a big web. And the thing is, is because it's episodic. It's easily digested. Mm-hmm. You're able to really like soak in the information and, and understand the story. Where like if it was a movie, that wouldn't happen. You could fit never, all that you in. Never yeah. do this in a no. movie. It would be it'd be terrible. Yeah. So that's what makes this like so good. So we that, already see what happens with too many characters in a movie in the seminal and amazing film Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blanca for the win. Uh. By the way, I heard some uh, more news about Mortal Kombat too. They casted a, a bunch of people. Yeah, and it kind of looks like it's shaping up, but I don't know. That's something that, like, I feel like that's a down the road kind of movie. Just, that's just, a talk for another time. Let's just again. see the trailer. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I want to see right. the trailer. Uh, well, but, you guys uh, want to wrap up? I mean, wow. This, uh, I mean, Bill, you could even probably cut this up on our website for just Stranger Things. Or, um, excuse me, um, for Stranger Things. Things. I'm thinking about Stranger Things. because Did we do a podcast? No, we have not done a Stranger no. Things oh, podcast. That's another one. How dare we good Yeah, really. But, that uh, was an excellent season, too. Check that out if you haven't. But, well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of eating my words because you guys definitely got me a little bit more interested. I might have to give this show Buddy, a it's, it's, shot. It, I mean, you really get that. Episode one, season one, had me hooked. It took one episode. And they end with that, uh, he plays the tapes and she introduces himself and he looks at the camera like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm hoping. I got to see what happens next. Yep. Uh, one thing that you will no longer be able to see to touch on this is Hannah's suicide scene has been cut out. You can't see that anymore. Yeah, they, really? yeah, they they've edited it. Season. They've edited it. Which we talked about. So I'm sure you can still find it on YouTube and yeah, stuff. So. I mean, if you really want to see it, I'm sure it's out there yeah. somewhere. But I disagree with it because I think that the brutality of the scene yeah, I think is what makes it so horrible. It's taking it away. Yeah, it's taking away the gravity that. of that scene. Yeah, yeah I understand and that I, And I think her mom's emotions in that scene, like where she just doesn't know what she is doing, oh, is just man. so heartbreaking. Now she just comes in and the only thing that she can say is no. 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 Oh, no. She's like, it's breaking like, my heart all over. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it is because it, and that scene was pivotal because you seeing that scene, that brings on that emotion for that season two, whenever Clay is going through and, and you just keep thinking back to like this girl that you're seeing on the screen, like she's dead. Like, yeah, she's, right. she's dead. Mm-hmm. And like, I saw it happen. So <laughs> it, like, let's be honest. Like there's, there's scenes of sexual assault and stuff in the show. And if they're yeah. able to push that envelope, then yeah. like, I mean, yeah, sure. The scene was definitely graphic, but compared to the stuff that you see in horror movies, and I mean, just the stuff we they did it tastefully. Netflix, I feel like you know, from like the, the graphics things I saw, like it was done tastefully. No, it wasn't like just some gory, like right. Like, 
like um, I don't know, like shock value yeah, type like of Devil's thing. Rejects. It's or like, no, it, Hills it was, have eyes. Kind this of one made the scene yeah, hard to that. watch, and not hard to watch because it was graphic, but hard to watch because. It's what a she it was her it, and she's crying. Very seemed real. It was very real and she's just she did it like she was just digging at you could, it. She, like, the thing was you could tell that the girl didn't know what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. it was it looked like a teenager killing her. You just want to reach that's... through your TV and stop her. Yeah. You can't do it. But that's that's where the emotional aspect is. Yeah, of this I thought is, so, so too. Taking that out takes something away from the scene. For for sure. And and the thing is like this like this series is not for everybody. And I understand why, like, like me personally, like I'm not a gore guy, like, like, you know, movies that just are straight a gore fest. Some people live for that. Like people who are into special effects, they just love like gore. Yeah. Hey, more power to you. That's your, that's your flavor. Me. I'm not into that. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not a saw guy. Like I'm yeah. not, that's yeah, not I'm me. not into like the whole yeah, gore it's kind of distasteful kind of to me. And if you find this kind of stuff distasteful, then I, I respect that because it is graphic. You right? know, what's so weird though. is like, I'm saying this, but like, I love, I freaking love zombie movies. Like I can watch a zombie eat a guy all day, but I don't yeah, know. There's something yeah, about I, that. It's <laughs> a little different. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I kind of am guilty of that too, but the, the point I'm, I'm trying to get across is like, if you find this kind of stuff distasteful and and you just have a hard time watching it, I can totally respect right. that. And not everybody yeah. has that capacity to look past that and get the you know the the subliminal meaning or what they're getting at or whatever. I which actually, is kind of where I come I from actually wasn't it. able to watch that scene twice. No, I, I was it, a one time. I watched it me. through the first time. And then I watched the whole season again with somebody else. And when it mm-hmm. got to that scene, I legitimately yeah, I left up. the room. Yeah. yeah, I could not watch it again. It's too much. Well, I think uh, I think it'd be a good time to wrap it up. Uh, but I don't know, Anna. Thank you for coming on tonight. Would you like to join us again sometime? Sure. I sure will. Yeah, I think we appreciate the the fresh input too. So uh, this has been the critical review. Uh, my name is Matt, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs>